Welcome to the First Church Orlando podcast. Here you will find recordings of weekly sermons, devotions, interviews, and seminar recordings from the First United Methodist Church of Orlando. For more information about First Church Orlando, please visit our website at firstchurchorlando.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Now, enjoy the podcast. Welcome to today's podcast. Our theme for this year's Lent is My Story, helping us all to become more aware of the ways our personal faith stories intersect with God's story in Scripture. Throughout this season of Lent, we are introducing you to members of our First Church family and inviting them to tell us a little bit about their stories. My name is Vance Rains. I'm the lead pastor at First Church Orlando. And I'm pleased to introduce you today to Mr. Skip Wagner, and I've been looking forward to this conversation and and hearing his story. So Skip, welcome to the podcast. I invite you to tell us a little bit about yourself and ways that uh, you are connected to and involved at First Church Orlando. Well, thank you. Uh, uh, I'm retired, have been retired for over 20 years. I uh, uh, am a widower. nine and a half years, maybe almost nine and a half years now, and have three daughters and their husbands and six grandchildren. Each daughter has two, and uh, they're wonderful, wonderful children. (laughs) So uh, I think Betty and I joined the church back in about 1968, 69, somewhere in that time frame. So uh, over 50 years ago, I've been involved in a multitude of things um, from probably most of the committees uh, and a lot of work at the youth with the youth drove the bus. Uh, Been on this bus with me a few times and uh, uh, went on adult mission trips. uh, Just stay involved in a lot of things and it's been an important part of my life. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, if I if I were to tell someone about you, I think those are the things that I would mention. That uh, uh, someone who really loves their family and uh, has driven the bus an awful lot, a lot of mission trips and youth trips, and uh, I know your love for for missions, and we've been on mission trips together as well. Uh, also, Stephen minister at the church. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know you've been involved at the church in so many different ways, but I, I, I wonder if if there are any specific events, moments uh, that that stand out to you as really God moments for you uh, in your involvement at First Church? Yeah, I would say a lot of that revolves around mission trips. Um, uh, the first real adult mission trip I went on to Mexico mm-hmm. uh, that was a that was a time changing event for me in that. Uh, you know, we were there with the people of Mexico working hand in hand, and it allowed me to understand more about uh, foreign countries and working with people in foreign countries, especially those who don't have much at all. And was able after that to go to Dominican Republic and uh, multiple trips to Guatemala, a couple of trips to Honduras. So, you know, it was really a good start. 
uh, it was really a, a real experience. And then I also went on mission trips with the youth and uh, mostly with middle school youth. So that's a, it's interesting because that's an interesting age group to deal with. Uh, you never know for sure how things are going to go with middle school, but it was good for me every year or two to go with the middle school trip and uh, come down to the reality of youth and children and people growing up and changing and so on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I remember that uh, we were on that trip to Mexico together, I believe. And uh, yes, and that was, that was life changing for me also in so many ways. Um before we started recording, uh, we were talking a little bit about uh, your international travel and uh, beyond the beyond mission trips. I'm I'm just curious if if uh, if this is true and and if so, how has has traveling in the world and seeing other cultures has that in any way affected how you view God or expanded how you view God? Um. Probably it just opened me up to be more accepting of lots of people, lots of types of things that people do, the way people live, the way they react to things, uh, not just focused in on those, my immediate surroundings of and the immediate people that I deal with and work with and uh, communicate with, but uh, just some interesting observations over the years on these trips to and I, and I haven't been a lot of places. Uh, my last trip was to the five stands, which is Uzbekistan, Kyrgyzstan, Kazakhstan, Turkmenistan, and Kazakhstan. So that was a whole different experience of different culture and different people. And I've been to South America uh, a couple of times. So yeah. Uh, yeah. it's been interesting to observe uh, other people and other cultures and understand there's a whole big world out there and it's just not just me. Yeah. Do I can do anything, um, any specific examples come to mind of just kind of all of a sudden you realized, wow, I had no idea. Uh, well, on one of the mission, well, a couple of the mission trips, um, it's interesting now that I'm reflecting back, I've just recently read a couple of books about that talked about uh, trash pickers hmm. and how they live. And uh, and when I was in Guatemala, a couple of times we drove by huge uh, garbage pits filled in, and with people searching around there for anything to live on. Right. And uh, uh, read a book called The Rent, Rent Collector recently. And um, I can't remember, there's something else I just read that talked about that same kind of image of people doing that. And so it's a reality. I've seen it for real. And so I, I understand what people deal just to survive. Yeah. Somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's not just pictures in national geographic. It's, it's reality for too, too many exactly. people in the world. Yeah. 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 In Guatemala, mostly I did stoves. We built stoves Yeah. for people that they, they cook still in a inside a room over an open fire and most of the women don't live very long because they take in the smoke from the fires every day that's right yeah 
yeah, go cut the wood and then bring it in and burn <laughs> and, and yeah. Sort of, yeah, light it and cook over it and, and breathe. And then it. get lung disease and die. Uh, yeah, that's right. If um, if you were to describe God in just, you know, <laughs> words, adjectives, you know, if you're just to tell somebody, you know, I think God is fill in the blank. I wonder what, what words come to mind for you. Yeah, I, I think of that quite often. Um, and, and I don't think I can really describe God. Uh, unfortunately, I think we all spend too much time uh, describing God with human characteristics. Mm. And, and I don't see God as human characteristics. I don't see him as a involved, directly involved, put his finger here, do this, have these characteristics that, that we do. I, I look at God as something beyond my comprehension of how things can go. Mm-hmm. And, and truthfully, I think I'm coming down to the conclusion maybe that God is the goodness, the righteousness, et cetera, in the universe. Mm-hmm. And how I define that or how that works, I don't have a clue. But I know that that's the good part of everything. Yeah. Have you always felt that way, or is that is that kind of come in time? That's come over probably the last ten years or so, or less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God is the goodness and righteousness in the universe. I like that. That's pretty profound. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still confused about the whole thing, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you get it figured out, let me know. I'll. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're all working on that. I shared last Sunday with Sunday school. They asked, you know, how do you define God, and uh, uh, or what question are you going to ask God? Uh, and uh, you know, that here's the point of thing that always puzzles me is how can the universe not end? Mm. Which seems kind of strange, but the reality is there are a lot of things in our lives that I just can't understand. I can't understand how the universe can't have an end point. Yeah. But yeah. it doesn't. So I just have to move on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Understanding and expression don't necessarily have to be the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Comprehension. Right. Right. Well, I you were just talking about sharing in your Sunday school class. I know you've, you've taught Sunday school and uh, for, for all ages, I think, and uh, you've taken a lot of yeah. Bible studies. I, w- I wonder if there's any, uh, any parts of the Bible, any books of the Bible, any stories or any kind of theological ideas that you most enjoy teaching. Yeah. When I was doing more teaching, uh, I kind of liked teaching some Old Testament stories because mm. I liked the concepts of, uh, of some of the things that went on there. Uh, one of my favorite people is uh, Joshua. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I recently taught Sunday school on Rahab. Uh, just fascinating to me. And there's Abraham and the judges and, mm-hmm. and those kind of people and, and how they just, when, when a need arose, they stood up for what needed to be done. And, uh, and that's kind of been a philosophy that I like yeah. and, uh, yeah. and hope to practice. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, well, we, we do. We know that. Well, I, I mean, they sound in some ways like these are kind of heroes of yours. Yes. Yeah. In a way, they are, uh, and, and and they're understandable once you study a little bit about uh, how things really were in those days. Yeah. And it kind of helps you understand what they were doing and and what it meant for them to do what they did. Right. Do you, do you have any other uh, spiritual heroes? Maybe, maybe people you've known, maybe people at first church. Um, well, you know, I have a lot of good friends and a lot of people that I've learned from at, at first Methodist. I, you know, I could exactly name each one. I'd probably leave several people out. Uh, mm-hmm. I do have to say that, uh, you know, my mother brought us up in the church uh, as a Lutheran church. And my father came maybe on Easter and Christmas. That was about it. Uh, and then I married a, this lovely young uh, Baptist girl and and her family, which was very centered around the church and we became centered around the church and uh but she was a little more uh i don't know if open-minded or more looking to something more than just some of the what she was being taught in the baptist church and that's why we one of the reasons we end up in the methodist church and and got involved there and uh so she'd been an a good inspiration to me as well as to i think a lot of other people uh, and to me, I would I would absolutely agree with that. I, I you know you've mentioned your family a couple times, and I think we all know uh, how how important your family is to you, and uh, that you have a, a pretty special family. I, I wondered if um, marriage, fatherhood, being a grandfather. I, I wonder if any of those experiences have have taught you anything about who God is. Um, yeah, I hadn't thought about that quite that way. Um, but yeah, I've been very fortunate in my family and, uh, uh, you know, and my children, uh, are great. And I put a lot of that credit to their mother who did a great job with them and, uh, and really was a good leader person for them. And, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know how to bring it in as God. I bring it in more as the church mm-hmm. and what the Christian faith uh, has taught me about uh, caring for everybody and loving everybody and being involved with everybody and those kind of things. I think those are the things that uh, help me with my family. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Are there, um, do you have any particular habits or, or practices or ways that you stay connected with God? You know, I don't really have those habits and practices other than uh, I believe in being kind to everybody. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, if I get a chance to do something to help somebody, just a stranger on the street uh, or, you know, it's just a lot of little things that I think make a difference. And so, you know, I think my practice has been more of just uh, 
hopefully I've been helpful to everybody and, and uh, kind to everybody. Uh, I have been a volunteer for 20 years, not in the last year of the COVID, as a spiritual care volunteer at uh, Orlando Health, mm. you know, where you just get a chance to share a little bit or be with people that are in having difficulties and just talk to them and listen to them. That's the big thing. I'm a strong believer. In- yeah. 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 I would, you know, I would say this from observation and listening to you talk that it sounds like your spiritual practices off, often are very uh, service oriented, hands-on um, using the gifts that God's given you. Yeah. As long as I'm healthy, I'll be out helping people. I, I hope. I'm, I'm reminded of, you know, Jesus, of course, talked about the, you know, prayer and, and, you know, all of those things. But he also said one of the most spiritual things we can do is to give someone a, a, a drink of water. Yeah. yeah. Well, what if, if you were to, um, if you could go back and, and give uh, a younger Skip Wagner any advice about, <laughs> life and faith. Uh, I wonder, I wonder what you'd go back and what, what, what wisdom you would pass on. Um, you know, I would say get involved. Okay. Uh, be a part of things. Don't, uh, don't focus on yourself. Uh, focusing on others uh, in the long term. You know, I just feel very blessed to, uh, do be able to be involved in things. I I started at it before I had children. Even I think at uh, being a teacher in the youth department, and there's still a couple of people in the church today that I taught as youth. So, uh, you know, those kind of things when they come back and they get see you and still speak to you and so on. To me, that's the blessing that uh, that I get out of all this. So, yeah, just be involved and help out. Yeah. yeah, that's great. That's great. We all have skills, and sometimes we have, and you know, I'm a believer that we, I have some skills, whatever they might be, that I can make a difference in somebody's life, and I think I have a responsibility to do that because I am able to do it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good call for all of us. Skip, what's your favorite thing about God? Oh, <laughs> about God, who I can't define who that is exactly. Right? Uh, you know, if I have to talk about a favorite thing, I, I'm not sure I focus it through God, but more through the people of God. Mm. And, uh, and so the friendships that I have gained over the years through all of us who have kind of a common bond, the common understanding of our place in the world and our purpose is that since God is the righteous and the and the goodness of the world, and we're all working toward that, just working together with those people is the, you know, has been my blessing. Yeah. 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 yeah God, God seems to show up in the, in the people we know and love. Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, Skip, this has been a great conversation. I'm, I'm thankful for it. Uh, thank you for sharing uh, so personally your story with us. 
I know everyone who listens is going to be blessed as they listen to it. And, uh, and to those who listened uh, to this podcast, uh, I know you've enjoyed hearing from Skip, uh, and we hope that you will continue to listen to our podcast for, for more great stories from more of our friends at First Church Orlando. Thank you, Skip. Uh, my pleasure. We hope you enjoyed the podcast and that you will listen again in the future. If you enjoyed today's message, we hope you'll subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform and share it with others on social media. For more information about First Church Orlando, please visit our website at firstchurchorlando.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If this podcast is a valuable resource to you, we invite you to give to this ministry by making a financial contribution at firstchurchorlando.org forward slash give. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.